Hi friends and welcome to a Welcome Rarity podcast. I'm Cindy Lynn and today I have a very special guest. Um, I don't even know how to begin describing this person. It's just like one of my biggest cheerleaders. One of the reasons I started this podcast to begin with. Um, it's my lovely friend Kim. Hi Kim, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on this podcast. It's so weird to be speaking so formally to you as I stare at you. Well, it, it doesn't have to be that way. I want it to be a conversation. I guess that is kind of like in the way though. We're sitting, a mic is sitting in between us, so it's a little weird. Yeah. It's okay. It's fine. It's okay. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's normal. Yeah, it's it's as normal as it, as it can be, but yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, do you want to like? Oh yeah, yeah. Introduce yourself <laughs> and then talk about how great a friend I am. Like, just like do that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. There will be a lot of laughing. <laughs> we're, oh we're both nervous. I'm yeah. used to it, but it's like we're. I've never done a guest before, so I don't know. I don't know what it's like. I'm, I'm like staring at you the whole time, like, mm hmm. Because mm-hmm. usually I'm staring at a wall because I'm in my closet. <laughs> and I'm just like in my room by myself. And I don't have to make eye contact with anyone. I literally like will stare on the stare at the floor. Mm. And I'll just, yeah. Yeah. I will say it's, it's interesting to see your setup. It's actually yeah. really cool to see it all come into fruition just because a couple months back, like, the idea of you starting a podcast was just something that me and our other mutual friend, Ben, <laughs> just, like, spoke about during our, just, like, our conversations about how we were doing in life and then all of a sudden saying, oh, but Cindy's words of advice and words of wisdom really carry us through and, like, she has definitely good and beautiful things to say that she should definitely share with the world and it's an added bonus that your voice is just so soothing (laughs) and like it's really weird because I usually listen to your podcast on on my way to get bubble tea (laughs) (laughs) I like that association on brand like whenever I'm on the move I like Uh listen to your podcast and it's just like really relaxing and you don't have to you can like kind of unplug or detach yourself from everything else that's going around you Mm So honestly, really proud to see where how far you've come and that you you actually have like a side passion that you're yeah, going after. Yeah, yeah. Um, that you're investing in it. I'm investing, and you're getting your ROI. <laughs> yeah, the return on investment. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's really nice to hear. Um, I don't think I realized that's how it came about. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know. For anyone who doesn't know, the reason I started this podcast was because Kim and our other friend Ben randomly messaged me a year ago, actually, now. It was in yeah. September of last year. You me- you messaged me a very formal <laughs> message, like, what was it, like, Dear Cynthia, or whatever, and, like, you were just saying, like, oh, we thought, we think it'd be really cool if you did a podcast. Yeah. Sincerely, Kim and Ben. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> It was really funny at the time, and then now I'm doing it. I didn't realize it was because you were talking about me. <laughs> well, actually, no, I think you said that. Just like, we were discussing you or yeah, something like, like that. like, we were talking about you just, like, point blank, but, like, not in a bad way. It was just about, you know, this is... We were talking about, um, you know, how it's been, our mm-hmm. first job out oh, of college, yeah, yeah. and, like, how we were kind of struggling with 
managing expectations. <laughs> managing expectations. <laughs> that sounds like a Gabby. Have you, do you follow Gab like the drama around Gabby Hanna? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like you know, this is a time like adulting. I know your mm. last podcast. It was at, at this time was about how adulting yeah. is a lot. Like you know, is a lie. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. It's just been very hard because there's no more structure in yeah. place, no mm-hmm. more framework in place that's, that's like, I mean, there's never one size fits all no. for anyone, mm-hmm. but yeah, we were just thinking, okay, what is, what are some words, what is a source that would, you know, give us some familiarity and warmth and keep us grounded? And we just thought back, hey, Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, that's how the conversation all started, and glad, happy to say we're still friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was great. I love that. I also am just, like, very full of myself, so I love affirmation. Now I can I keep l- giving them to oh, you. Oh, it's okay. Don't do it, because I'll explode. <laughs> oh, I wanted to point out that we're actually sitting on Kim's back patio right now, which is why you probably hear crickets and birds and stuff. And I'm kind of just vibing with it because it kind of reminds me of like Oprah and her podcast and she's just in her garden. Yeah. She's just like one with nature. Uh And I kind of want to be like that. Love that. Love that for me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was great. I mean, that's not the end of everything, but I'm like, but I like, that's a good beginning. Yay. Oh, that's actually really nice to hear that. Like, I mean, that's actually one of the reasons I really liked doing this podcast is because people that I don't really talk to or people I really talk to a lot came to me like with really nice things to say about what I was saying and how I was doing and I didn't even think my voice was that great so it was nice for people to very consistently I got that feedback like oh you have a nice voice for podcasting you have a nice voice for podcasting um have a good pace or whatever and I'm like oh okay thanks I'm just sitting in my closet trying my best (laughs) to say words Um, So that's really nice. It's always really nice to hear from friends how they view you because I don't think that's something we, as a society, I guess, really, Mm. it's not normal to do that, to just be like, hey, Kim, I think you're a wonderful person. I really appreciate our friendship. Mm. And I'm very grateful for like what we have and what we've like created together, you know? And like, that's not an example. That's true. Like, I'm just saying that to you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that was nice. Maybe I'll have Ben on next time. Honestly, like, that'd be fun. That'd be hilarious. Ben is hilarious. Ben is hilarious. Ben and me have, like, wait, Ben and I, Ben and I have, like, we just say stupid shit to each other <laughs> and we just laugh the whole time. I think that'd be really fun. I think it'd be fun. I could listen to that all day. I, I would probably, li- I actually listen to my own podcast. <laughs> So. As you should, it's monitoring. <laughs> oh my god, you're so right. Yeah, yeah quality control. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. But I think I should have Ben on. That'd be mm-hmm. really fun. I'm going to do that. Ben's yeah. like been hiking and stuff. Definitely. I've been following Ben's like Instagram stories. Yeah, he's and, like, like hiking and, and like living his best life. Like one with nature. Yeah. We love this. Love that for him. <laughs> That's actually interesting that I just said that because... I feel like if I were to say, Ben, you're living your best life, he would just be like, nah, I'm just, no, I'm really not. Because, like, he said that to me. He would be like, and I'm, I'm sure, like, we all, like, we've all said this to each other. Um, like, we were just like, oh, my God, you're thriving. We love a thriving mm-hmm. queen. And I was like, I'm working in mail. I'm not thriving. But it was, like, interesting to hear a friend say how they viewed me. And it was mm-hmm. like, oh, they think I'm thriving. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Like, I think you're thriving, but mm-hmm. you were just telling me about all your work problems. <laughs> Don't want anyone to know. <laughs> anyone from work that could possibly hear this. <laughs> no, but just, like, I mean, okay, I'm going to have to go into specifics, but everyone has, like, their own, like, questioning and, like, right. doubts with what they're doing. I think yeah. especially, like you were saying, like, at this age where we ju- both of us just graduated college a year ago and we're figuring it out, and mm-hmm. I think, like, no one tells you how to figure it out. It's, that's part of the journey is just yeah. figuring it out, yeah. Yeah, I think something that we need to realize is that each of us individually, we can get so in ourselves, mm-hmm. and that's fine because we need to do pulse checks with Ooh. how we're doing. But at the same time, we need to realize other people might be having those experiences Mm -hmm. and they might not be letting on everything that's happening in their lives. So even Mm. though you think you might be close to other people, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes just know that they might not be sharing everything and that there might be a deeper reason for why they come across a certain way Mm. or might be like another side of the story that they're telling through their actions or like through your digital footprint yes i was like i was just thinking how instagram (laughs) instagram specifically is like Mm -hmm. very much like um i had to start like unfollowing people Mm. even though i liked them i didn't dislike anyone well some people i did but people that like would make me feel bad about myself because their presence on social media was just so glamorous Mm -hmm. right and i think as someone who's not really on instagram not really i mean like i'm on instagram but i don't post Mm -hmm. really it's like an imbalance because some people just share so much online and then other people don't but then you see people sharing so much and you think oh they have so much to share when Mm -hmm. in actuality they're just they're just showing their best version of themselves Mm. and that's the whole point of the platform right you know so it's i think it's very rough i don't know how the youth are doing that these (laughs) days because like we grew up with like not instagram at least like at the more Mm -hmm. what's the word the age where we can be influenced impressionable okay the the age when you're like more impressionable yeah i think we often throw around the term like personal brand way too loosely and too casually all the time i think it goes beyond (laughs) business students though Mm. like right now when i watch like youtubers like you know questions and answer videos Uh like online and they talk about their personal brand and how that the the considerations that they've um Mm. had in order to become successful um I think, like, we just think that we always have to show our best self and that mm. we might be more afraid to be a little bit vulnerable in mm. front of other people. Mm-hmm. I think the emphasis on building your personal brand, building yeah. such an image gets mm-hmm. in the way of some elements of humanity, like really mm. caring for other people. So kind of circling back, like, realize that some of the closest people you you are too Mm -hmm. um they might not be sharing everything Mm -hmm. so that if you want to be their support system and if you still want to engage with others in their lives it's important to do like a pulse check every now and then you mean with your friends with your friends Mm -hmm. i think that's important just because it not only helps you know, you kind of calibrate to each calibrate and like grow together. <laughs> but also, you know, you never know when it's like when bouncing off and mm-hmm. reflecting 
with another person is mm-hmm. something that the other person actually needs. That's very, that's a very, that was beautiful. Oh, yeah. But I think, no, have just you thinking about... Have you considered starting a podcast? No, like, <laughs> Sorry, I'm very incoherent. But I think, like... <laughs> I, that made a lot of sense to me. <laughs> no, but I was just, like, thinking about our own friendship, right? Mm-hmm. We talk about everyday things. Yes. Like, joke around and stuff like that. A lot but of every so tests. Yeah, a lot of personal, <laughs> personality tests. But oftentimes, I think what makes our friendship stronger Mm. is like every so often we're just real like really real Mm. with each other Mm -hmm. and it's not like we those conversations don't always end with like a solution or an action item it's just listening to each other yeah validating and affirming what each other is going through Mm. but also seeing how it relates to your own life I think Mm. relatability is also an important element within each relationship. I feel like we got deep very quickly. <laughs> like you wanted to start with like, is cereal soup? <laughs> I, that's still a question I'm so hung up on. Like okay, I, I think do you I wanna, do you wanna just completely transition to is cereal soup? We can. So if whoever's listening, right. just help me out here. Right, right, because right. I think I brought this up t- on three different occasions with three drastically different <laughs> prices. No. <laughs> Audiences. What's it, is it worth it? <laughs> is it worth it? Um, no, but I was listening to this podcast. I think it was called Proof. Okay. And they were just one, one podcast. The topic was like, is cereal soup? Right. And I honestly can't remember any of the points that was discussed there, right. but I remember the question. Is cereal soup? Is cereal soup? Because, right. like, a soup, to me, people find this really disgusting, okay. but to me, soups are things that you can drink and chew. Oh. Right? So, like, no. in that... Continue, but I disagree. Continue. Okay. And so, like, by that definition, like, cereal is soup but when i asked other people they were that just like a, quick to that's say that's a no. very dangerous combination kim because there's a lot of things you could drink and chew yeah like is bubble tea soup but then if you don't have a topping in it then it's not by your definition yeah then that's a drink so is chicken broth a drink it's a broth <laughs> <laughs> But it's the oh, base no. for soup. Oh, okay, no. so this is this was my thought process because Kim asked me this last night when we were trying to think of ideas <laughs> what to talk about. Kim was like, I mean, I really want to know if you think cereal is soup. And I from to me, cereal, the only thing that would make it soup is that the milk. So to me, cereal isn't soup. Cereal is just a bowl of milk. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. how I see it. So what if? So okay. by okay, right. So then, does something become soup when multiple ingredients are combined together for the liquid base to com- to compose the liquid base? I guess, yeah. Well, yeah, because I wouldn't consider chicken broth to be a soup. Right. I would consider it to be an ingredient. Right. That would be a part of soup. Right. right. I wouldn't consider water to be soup, but uh-huh. I would consider it to be part of the base to make the soup right uh-huh but then like but then back to bubble tea it's tea and like some kind of like a milk or uh-huh. lac- lactose free milk uh-huh. for those lactose intolerant so okay 
different question then. Do you think it has anything to do with the container that it's in? Because I think that has to do with our perception of what soup is. But like when I visit Asia, right? right? Soups can be oh, you're right. You're so right. <laughs> soups, <can> be, <laughs> you already know what I'm like, Soups can be in cups. They can be in plastic bags. Oh my god, you're so. Oh my god, they are plastic <laughs> bags. Kim and I are both. Well, I guess I'm Taiwanese American. You would kind of consider yourself a little. I would consider myself Taiwan. more Taiwanese because, okay. yeah, stronger roots there. But. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, but you do have like. Um, I don't know how to call it, but like you have ties to the Philippines, right? Yeah, I mean, so. Oh my God, where are you from? Where are you from? from? Where are you really from? <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> but no, so my grandparents are from mainland China, oh, but my parents right, right. each grew up in either Taiwan or the Philippines. Oh, so my goodness. dad is what we call Filipino. That's what is that really a term? That that's they, a new term I've been learning okay. because I've met other Filipinos. Oh, that's so interesting. I didn't um, know that. And then. My mom, although she was born in Hong Kong, oh. she spent the majority of her childhood growing up in Taiwan. But then I guess, like, at this time, our parents have lived the majority of their lives in America, America. by now. Yeah, so. they're just American now. Yeah. <laughs> Side tangent. But yeah, no, I remember Taiwan. Okay, is porridge soup then? Because I'm thinking of how in Taiwan okay. they put porridge in bags. So then that was the other argument okay, that wait. I brought up last night. Wait, wait, sorry. <laughs> I'm also remembering that the porridge in the bags is meant to take away. So you but like when you get home to wherever you're eating the porridge, you're supposed to dump it in a bowl. So maybe right. that's a moot point. Okay, continue. Maybe it's you... the ratio of liquid ratio. to solids. But I feel like soup doesn't have to have solids in it. Like tomato basil soup. But that's blended. It's still it's like a solid cooked in a liquid and then blend, right? Right. No, I, I see your point. So I feel like it has to do with the ratio. Right. <laughs> and it has something to do with viscosity, too. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting real... Yeah. You really thought about I really... This. Like, it's it's been on my mind. So it's like... I mean, it's... At the end of the day, it's really just, like, these stupid societal like but like yeah. honestly it's like you know how okay back to business school when people <laughs> ask you like one of those good questions to uh -huh. be asking like employers or uh -huh. just like you would ask networking your employer purpose. if cereal is soup no 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 <laughs> like if you like you should ask them oh what keeps you up at night like that's like a stereotypical oh, and this is the question, question that keeps you up at so night. like if people if a kid were to ask you what keeps you up at night and you were, and then I'd be like is cereal soup I think hired on the spot. That's where I am right now in life. Shit. What would I? How would I answer that question? What keeps me? My anxiety keeps me up at night. <laughs> okay. I feel like we didn't come to a conclusion about cereal and soup. It's okay. Not everything has to have You're, a conclusion. Just like every, just like you said. Sometimes you just have to listen to each other and just be like, mm, I hear you, Kim. Yeah. And now this is gonna keep me up at night. No, it won't. It'll be a shared experience. I'll like message you in the early AM, be like, okay, but what about this? <laughs> Is congee soup? Like, would you consider congee to be a soup? I don't think so. Just okay. because I think when cooking congee, it's right. more like you're adding liquid to a solid rather than a solid to a liquid. Oh, I see what you're saying. I don't know if that like so is to you soup anyway. is adding solid to a liquid. Uh huh. Okay, disgusting. But this is also what I thought about when you first said adding solid to a liquid. Oh a no, a toilet bowl. Stop. 
is that soup? No, because we don't eat it. At okay, least we but, don't. Okay, but your initial, <laughs> but your initial definition was something you can drink and chew. <laughs> and I said that's a very dangerous <laughs> definition. That is very because dangerous. Because in all technicalities, <laughs> you can drink and chew many things. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to bring up that Kim was actually the person who created the art for my podcast. If you guys, I don't know if anyone even looks in the description box of my podcast, um, but I have you there every time. Podcast art, Kim. Mm -hmm. Kim has um, done the art that I have every time you see my podcast and also a male one specifically Mm. where I was a postage stamp. You want to talk about your creative process? So the funny thing is whenever people ask, like, Uh yeah, what's your creative process? Where do you find your inspiration? Honestly, I just wing it. Like, I don't really have any process to find inspiration because then I feel like it's forcing it. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I feel like... So that's kind of why when I produce art, it's never consistent. And I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. I like it. But it's, like, when I feel inspired, then that's when my productivity really spikes. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Like a true artist. But, no, I'd like to, you know, just pin a lot of things on Pinterest that I like... like who other work and other artist styles that I like to try and emulate and maybe Ooh. adopt and work into my own style. Mm-hmm. Still in the process of finding my own style. Yeah, I'm sure that's like always evolving though. Yeah, right? and definitely trying like different media and then different programs. Like mm-hmm. now that I'm dabbling more into digital art, oh, so right. that's why it was like it was actually meaningful mm-hmm. to me when you asked and reached out to me. Um, to see if, like, I could be, like, you invited me to be a part of, yeah, I you guess, like, say, you say it like that, podcast. but I was just like, Kim, you want to, like, make me some art? <laughs> no, but, like, honestly, I was really flattered because I know you have a ton of other talented friends, right? Yeah, you do. <laughs> I mean, I, I do have artist you friends. You do have other friends. But you're friends. also an artist friend. But, so. like, also it's meaningful because, like, you know, way back when we had, like, Ben and I casually brought up, like, how you should start a podcast, like, we can't mention that enough, like, that was during the time where I started thinking about, oh, maybe I should start learning how to do digital art, because it was getting kind of expensive purchasing, like, like, physical materials, and, like, it wasn't as portable anymore, Mm. so finally, like, a couple months later, when we meet again and kind of are on this topic of Mm. podcasting like there's like an intersection between like how far we both have come oh I didn't know in the process so it was really meaningful to be able to share like my own progress in my digital Mm. art and journey (laughs) I didn't I had no idea that's what happened yeah that's exactly what has happened look at the universe just like aligning Oh, that's really yeah. cool. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had, like, no input in this. I'm Until the end, where I was just like, Kim, what about this? And what about this? And what about this? But for the most part, everything was, like, you wanted me to look in a telescope. And, like, mm-hmm. you wanted me, like, sitting and everything. Like, I don't know why you did that. Well, originally, you wanted it to be a, a kaleidoscope, Originally, right? yeah. yeah. I was thinking, because of welcome rarity, like, what's... What does that mean? What does that mean? Like, and I know that you have different topics that you could potentially talk about on this show. (laughs) This is my show. Yeah. And I didn't, I knew that you probably didn't want to just stick to one 
topic. It's true. Right? I so mean, we I talked thought... about how cereal is or is not soup. I know. So <laughs> I had the foresight. And I thought, like, kaleidoscopes are colorful, just like Cindy's personality. Oh, and, like, it was, like, very intriguing to me, that mm-hmm. concept. But... Alas, I was not good enough to <laughs> draw a kaleidoscope, but I knew like we wanted something a little dreamy, work in mm-hmm. like your the colors that you wanted, mm-hmm. right? The blue and the yeah, light yeah. pink, um, and I'm actually really happy with how it turned out. It was out. so cool. I was so excited. I kept sending people like, this is the new update. Oh my god, now it's getting even better. I'm just sending everyone every update. Is, yeah. And I think at the end, I was like, wow, this is really great. But honestly, it was because of your input each mm-hmm. time. It, like, continuously got better. I think that's the way we all develop. We need someone to like, kind of, you it's know, like, challenge what we already have. Okay, yeah. I mean, that, I guess, oh, my God, I'm going to be cheesy, but, like, that's kind of, like, how our friendship is. <laughs> well, it's very, like, collaborative. It's collaborative. That's such a business term. No, but, like, we're, like, yeah. very, like, in it together. It's almost... I don't know. Yeah, like, I think we've said this before. Like, we mesh well together, and I think we mm-hmm. fit into each other's lives. Yeah, but at the same yeah. time, I think, like, we hold our own. And yes. that's kind of, that's what you need. Mm-hmm. Because if you just have someone who just kind of goes with whatever you're yeah. doing, you can only take that so far. Yeah, that's very true. Oh, my God, you want to talk about friendship? Friendship. It all start. how it all started? I guess, because I think our relationship is very special to me. I think mm-hmm. I said this when I affirmed you, because you affirmed me. <laughs> but, like, it's, it is special to me, because I think, it's, like, weird to say, but, like, I think it came out of, like, a more sad part in my life, came mm-hmm. out, our, <laughs> was where <laughs> our relationship really blossomed. All right. It has nothing to do with you, it's just, like, it was, like, mm-hmm. the you know the blossom the flower that blossoms in adversity is the most beautiful of all or something like that right isn't Uh that what the emperor in mulan said so you're the blossom kim (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) okay (laughs) i think it was kind of like i had lost friendships Mm -hmm. and then through that we got closer it's like i don't want to talk about how we like shared trauma (laughs) together in a way, it was, like, kind of nice that we could rely on each other and listen to each other and, like, validate each other. Because mm-hmm. I think there's always a time where you, like, question if what you're going through is, like, really that big of a deal or, like, I should be able to handle this, stuff like that. And I think it was good for both of us to be there for each other and be that. A mm-hmm. reminder, like you said, to be real with that person and mm-hmm. to be vulnerable and... I think that's what made our friendship something that I very much cherish still. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think another part that makes it really special is it happened during a time where we were also in the process of finding ourselves. I mean, we're mm. always finding we, ourselves, Yes, we're right? always finding ourselves. But I think, like, that year specifically oh that year was crazy (laughs) it was crazy it's kind of the year where you're trying to figure out where you're gonna be Mm -hmm. where you're gonna go what you've done Mm -hmm. and then while also trying to help and lift up or empower others with you Mm -hmm. right there's just like so many moving parts like emotionally spiritually also like academically just like life in general it was just really happening that year I think it was really happening for you I think I had I was like almost like coming out of my phase of that and you were (laughs) going into your phase of that so I mean I feel like 
at least that's how I felt trying to help you mm-hmm. was like kind of being like oh I went through similar stuff before and this is how I see it and how I am processing it and mm-hmm. we could kind of do that together if that yeah. makes sense yeah. yeah I mean like looking back today like obviously I had to go through those sets of experiences Same. that growth period in order to get to where I am today and whenever I look back there's a sense of nostalgia. There's um, a sense of just warmth in looking back to that mm. era. era. And then whenever I think back, it's like, oh, Cindy's like always in a different part, hmm. right? So there's that that interwovenness, if that's a word. Intertwining. <laughs> I think interwovenness was a word. Okay. <laughs> um, between us two, just like strengthens the bond, mm. like the amount, mm. the number of touch points you have with another person. That's interesting. And the quality yeah. of the touch. We have, we have quality touch points. Yes, yes, we do. What if I named that the podcast Quality <laughs> Touch Points? <laughs> or it all started. Okay, this is where it really all oh started. My God, let's with. talk about how our friendship it started. It all started with. Remember the hype that like Starbucks was trying to build with their new like their new drinks. Yes. So like I at that time really was interested in trying out that unicorn frat. It was viral. It was viral. It was... But no one else wanted to try it. With yeah, me. everyone thought it was not worth the hype right. or it was stupid or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And even though people have had already told me it wasn't that great, like I still wanted to buy into Same. the hype. Same. So like Cindy was the only other person who was willing to do that and mind you we barely knew each other yeah we were just in the same club and i think we were just saying it in passing and i was like i think you were talking about you were expressing how you were disappointed no one wanted to do it with you and i was like wait i really want to try the unicorn frap and i think it literally was just that moment that day like you want to go get it right now yeah i think it was that moment like that day we did that and i think it's just the two of us right yeah and that's, it all started with a unicorn frap, and I think that's a good title. <laughs> oh my god, wait, I love that better! Okay, I like that a lot. Yeah. It all started with a unicorn frap. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, I love that. Yeah, and ever since then, we've just been, like, down to do stuff with each other. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it could start out, like, I mean, friendships can start out any which way. Mm-hmm. That's interesting that that is, I don't know if it's like symbolic or anything, but it was us just being like very honestly and unapologetically ourselves, mm-hmm. even though everyone was like, that's stupid <laughs> and like, don't waste your money and like all this stuff, but like, I really want to do it. And then someone yeah. else was like, I'll do it with you. And then yeah. we just like jumped into it together. Yeah. So I don't know if that's symbolic of our friendship where we, I think we're both weird people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think with friendships, it's like, there has to be that chemistry, right? Yeah. There has to be that, like, there doesn't have to be any reason or logic You're to right. how yeah, it goes down. Good. Yeah, yeah, good point. Um, but that also, at the same time, though, my view of, you know, how friendships should start, like, uh-huh. it should be easy, it should be natural, and that's oh, true. Yeah. But at the same time, I think that sometimes carries over to, like, whenever I meet new people uh-huh. as an introvert, I'm like, if it doesn't work out naturally at first, then... Uh-huh. I don't know how much energy or effort I'll end up putting in to develop it further. Which that's I... a, well, that's a good point. Yeah, someone you have to like put your energy into the right places. I mean, you're speaking of it as an introvert who doesn't have a lot of energy <laughs> to give to begin with. But I think just in general, we all have energy and time mm-hmm. to put into people, mm-hmm. and like you should put that time and energy into people who are worthy of it. Yeah, and who 
<laughs> ROI. You'll get something out of it. It'll be a um, nourishing to you. It'll be a good relationship. Helps you grow and stuff. Yeah, but at the same time, I think like as human beings, like it's just something I want to work on for mm-hmm. myself. Like not just being so quick to almost compartmentalize mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. and moments, but rather like just treating everyone with that humanity, with that care. Mm. and giving like sufficient interest to everyone so that they feel supported or feel positive oh i like that that's really like beautiful everything you say i'm just like that's so beautiful kim everything you say um that's very true everyone is worthy of some sort of that energy and attention you're right that's Mm -hmm. good that's important everyone is worthy oh my Mm -hmm. god it's like such a I say that a lot. Or at least mm-hmm. I try to remind mm-hmm. people that they are worthy of literally, like, everything that they want. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just worthy of love and worthy of good relationships and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know if I want to talk about this. I was th- I think about this sometimes, like, how people say, like, oh, I'm so lucky to have a friend like Kim. I don't know how I got a friend like Kim. Or what did I do to deserve a friend like Kim, mm-hmm. right? I don't think I've ever thought that because I think I'm worthy of a great friend like Kim. <laughs> that's just my mindset now. I don't know mm. if that sounds weird or you thought something similarly, but like I'm just like, yeah, I deserve to have a great friend. I deserve mm. to have this person who supports me and implants ideas into my mind so I can start a <laughs> podcast. But like I, I, I deserve a cheerleader. I deserve someone mm. who will do that for me. Just mm. like Kim deserves that as well. And I hope that I bring to, that to the table with our relationship. So Yeah, no, you definitely do. I think for me, I kind of experience the opposite. I tend oh. to think the opposite. Oh, okay. Like I tend to be the person who would say, oh, I'm so lucky mm. that the situation, the way that the world is working, mm. um, like brought this situation how we met our friendship Mm. how it all came to play Mm -hmm. so that we would get to this point i'm always Mm. grateful for how things are arranged and that's like my view well i think gratitude is not the Mm -hmm. same as thinking like it's like luck Mm -hmm. or like you know like you're unworthy of it Mm -hmm. i am very grateful Mm -hmm. but i think i see it as like instead of being like this mindset of oh, how did I get a friend like this? And how did I manage to get this? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, I don't think of it that way. I think of it like like we were saying, like I'm just very grateful that I have it to, at all. Mm-hmm. I'm very grateful that it exists and that it continues to exist. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I think it's, I think there is a certain amount of luck that is needed to, for That's that fair. initial That's spark. That's fair. There is, like, like, you gotta find each other right. first. Yeah, right. yeah. But I do also recognize, yeah, we did put in the effort, right? We did. We did put in the effort, um, regardless, or, like, through whatever attitudes we had, whatever mindsets we were mm. in, in order to develop and create such a thing called friendship. <laughs> such a thing called... That's another title. Such a thing called friendship. <laughs> I guess, like, I think we were fort- are fortunate mm-hmm. that we found ourselves or we established our friendship during a time that was a turning point for us in oh, our development. Oh, yeah, it's very true, yeah. So it was able to seamlessly transition into, like, this post-grad mm-hmm. adulting. Kind of. I mean, we transitioned together life. in a way. We're growing together. Right. So I guess, I guess my question is, like, is this 
transition something that we can expect or work towards in all of our relationships you mean like simultaneous transitions or no kind of like you know like I've I have some friendships that are rooted in like when we were kids right can can like sometimes those like naturally you know you just drift away yeah but can things be done in order to kind of carry you guys through to the next stage if you value it enough I think so Mm -hmm. I think I spoke about this I always refer back to other episodes (laughs) but I think the idea of commitment comes to mind Mm -hmm. you want to be committed to things that bring value to your life and nurture you so Mm -hmm. to me I if I deem it to be valuable and uh, I cherish it and it helps me grow and stuff like that I'm going to put work into this to make sure it stays Mm -hmm. right like if it wasn't giving me anything then I would think I would be very likely to just not put in the energy and not Mm -hmm. work at it Um, but I think it takes work Mm -hmm. to keep a relationship going I think it takes commitment to make that decision constantly like I'm going to continue putting energy into this relationship I'm going to continue putting my heart into it Mm. right yeah, I think it's a matter... It's, I think relationships, a lot of it is choice. Mm-hmm. I think, I, at least where I am now, I think like in high school it might be a little different, you know, where it's like very surface level or very like proximity based. Mm-hmm. But I think now we're like, I don't think I mentioned Kim moved to Chicago and I'm in New Jersey, but we still maintain a friendship. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's weakened or anything. It's definitely changed because life changes and we've changed. But I think the support we feel for each other and just, like, the comfort we feel together, Mm -hmm. like, that hasn't changed, I don't think. Yeah. Um, But, like, I also, like, you make a commitment to continue those conversations and continue to seek people and to continue to support them. I think that's kind of what we've been talking about this whole time Mm -hmm. is, like, we've both, though, I don't know when the last time I saw you was since you moved, but... We've both decided and put time into each other. Right. Right? Um, So, I mean, so you're saying as we transition, will we bring people with us? Is that Mm -hmm. kind of what you're saying? Mm -hmm. I think if you want to, you will. Mm. And if they are willing to come, they're consenting to coming with you, (laughs) they will. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, But it's a choice and it's work. Mm -hmm. I think that's the caveat no one really talks about is like relationships are work right every relationship is work with your partner with your friends with your family with yourself there's a lot of work involved in maintaining but i think also to go back on what you're saying it's not taxing it shouldn't be taxing otherwise i don't think it's it's really what you're looking for like i said it has to it has to nourish you you know right and if it's so much work to maintain a relationship it might not be mm-hmm. what you need right now in yeah. your life yeah i guess the term work here trans mm-hmm. like translates into initiative like you being mm-hmm. willing to take initiative yeah. to keep it going mm-hmm. keep it in motion mm-hmm. at the same time it doesn't mean that initiative like what you were saying mm-hmm. should be taxing or whatever yeah. it should be fun yeah um and like you should be kind of have your eyes set on what comes out of the situation Mm -hmm. in case you go through rough patches Mm. um and not be you know like the benefits outweigh the costs yeah of like any the emotional or whatever (laughs) the things you go through the (laughs) The thing called life yeah yeah (laughs) 
how we keep our friendship flame alive. <laughs> friendship flame, the flame of friendship yeah. alive. Weird things we do. Um, I mean, I think we talk about like everything. So we were just talking about how we are very into YouTube drama together. <laughs> we always share, like, but the thing is, like, for me, I just like, it, like, I dive into drama because it's fun. But Kim, like, character analyzes people. I love watching, you know, the analysis that's uh-huh. done by other YouTubers yeah. as to, like, the structure of those typical apology videos. Yes. In addition to reading body language, oh um, kind of listening to what's being said in addition uh-huh. to the vocal tone. I think oh. it's all very interesting. Yeah, you, like, analyze everything. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, guess what he said this time. Yeah. We watch the same, like, commentary channel. I started watching Angelica Oles, I yes. think, because of you. And oh, I started watching it because of our other friend. <laughs> in our tea group chat. In our tea group chat. Oh, okay. Yes. I really like Angelica. I found D'Angelo, and yes. you found him recently as well. I really yes. like everything he does. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we talk about YouTube drama together. I think we... Oh, this is what we want to talk about, how we, like, send pictures to each other of us crying. We send pictures of ourselves crying to each other. Yeah. Sometimes they're videos. I feel like they're mostly pictures. They're videos? Yeah. Because one time, so Cindy had sent me a nice letter by mail. Because I love mail. Because you love mail. And I loved it too. It was beautiful with like the washi tape and the unicorns and everything. I try to decorate if I can. Yeah. Yeah, No. And then when I was opening it, I was just like so filled with emotion. (laughs) And like, I just was like, this is the moment I need to capture (laughs) and keep our tradition alive. So I like recorded a video that's still in our Facebook messenger. Yes, it is. I think they're all in our Facebook messenger. I think so too. Um, How did this start? Why do we cry to each other? I don't know, but I think it's healthy. I'd I like think to it think is. so. <laughs> I, I know that sounds super weird that we like we send pictures to each other of us crying. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds weird. Yeah. But I think I also agree. I think it's healthy. I actually love that we do that. Yeah, I think it's healthy just because I know you're very expressive. Yep. For myself, I'm not so uh, expressive, or I don't see myself as that way. Uh-huh. So something that like my closest friends know about me is like sometimes I watch. Like, when I feel like I need an emotional catharsis or need to emote, I watch, like, a video that would spark that kind of emotion from me. So sometimes it's like, you need a good cry. No, you And I do. just don't you really cry do. that often. I cry all the time. So, like, when I cry, I think that's how it started. I just needed to capture it. <laughs> so you started it? I have no idea, but I'd I like to... I thought I would totally have started that. I don't, no, I don't I mean, I don't anymore. care who started it, but I'm just like, I, I think it's... I, regardless of who started it, I think it's great that we do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also send, well, I this is recent, but I started sending you videos that make me laugh because oh, I have yeah. a playlist on YouTube of just videos that make me laugh if I need one. That's nice. I didn't know you did that. That's like so different than how I feel things. Um, but I'm glad that you do it though, because at least you're allowing yourself to feel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just I just feel everything. Um, yeah. So it's very interesting to hear that you have to like watch a video to yeah. bring up the emotion. Yeah, because like I don't think I feel everything. I kind of just black out <laughs> <laughs> in the thing that's called life, and then I just wake up like randomly uh-huh. and just realize everything that's happened, and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> I need to process. That's an interesting way to live life. 
I mean, that's valid. I just live it very differently. I live life very differently than that. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting though. Yeah. But yeah, we send pictures of each other crying. I think no, I think it's related. It's not like yeah. randomly we're crying and be like, oh my god, Kim, I'm crying. It's more like, I think one of us will like make the other emotional or it's something mm-hmm. related to the other. And then we want them to know that they brought up this emotion <laughs> in us. And I'll be like, I'm crying. I took a picture and I sent it to Kim. Okay, good. I think it's great that you provided that context. Otherwise, oh I feel God. like people would be super concerned. <laughs> I mean, they probably still... Th- I think we don't normalize crying in society. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I really like that I can do that with you. Mm-hmm. I do it with other friends too, but they don't do it back. <laughs> so it's not as fun and it's not as like validating yeah we also yeah. well th- this is like something the youth does a lot now yeah. like send each other tiktoks we do that but you're like one of the only people that respond <laughs> i think it's because i don't have tiktok but you still respond and watch them right yeah i do yeah. watch them yeah but i don't have it so i'm like oh this is like my uh, dose okay. of tiktok is kim so i'm gonna respond to kim yeah that's kind of how i see it uh, i'm not like mindlessly scrolling on it like everyone else oh, is whoops yeah, but we send each other memes and TikToks. Yeah. Talk about drama. It's very classic stuff. I feel like it's quite normal, actually. Yeah, it's very normal. I think the non-normal thing is that we send pictures of ourselves crying to yeah. each other. But also back to the unicorn frap, how it all oh, started. Yeah, yeah. You know, we always, whenever we see a unicorn. Oh, that's nice. That's I true. mean, not like, I mean. No, every time I see a unicorn, I think of you. Like, I don't okay. think of, yeah, every single time. Yeah. I was just going to say, like, I just said every time I see a unicorn, <laughs> but I'm like, wait. <laughs> Um, oh, like you mean unicorn. like a real unicorn? <laughs> <laughs> no, but in this case, I mean like a unicorn character or theme. Yeah, like thing. a piñata. <laughs> or a piñata. Or like a backpack. Yeah. Or, yeah, or a stuffed animal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't always take a picture of it. I, like, that'll be like our thing to like, I was thinking of you. Yeah. You know, it's very yeah. like silly, but like, oh, I was thinking of you, unicorn. And you don't have to explain it. So there's just a picture of like a unicorn and yeah. I send it to you and you're like, oh, they thought of me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's nice, though. We have that little, like, unspoken thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's nice when friends have that. They're just like, you just know. Like, mm-hmm. you just get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think the fact that unicorns are very trendy right now is doing wonders for our friendship. I think so, too. We think about each other a lot. Yeah, it gets <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. I think another thing is that whenever the other person does something, like, out of left field, we don't respond with like what the heck are you doing like one time I brought I don't I actually I think you know of this what? and I think you were there but I'm like, like drawing a blank I'm we were pre- yeah you I'm giving no context <laughs> but like I think one year there was that trend of um eating a pineapple a certain way like how it's a berry oh and like okay, I wanted like, to try yeah, it but yeah, no yeah. one else would try it with me uh-huh. same situation as the frat so I just brought it to our club meeting. Right. And, like, with a knife started cutting the I don't pineapple. remember this at all. Okay, maybe? Okay. I remember you wanting to cut the pineapple that way, though. Okay. Like, you can, like, peel it kind of, right? Yeah. I remember... I don't remember you cutting a pineapple at club. Like, it wasn't, like, GM. It was a side meeting. Now I can't remember. What if it wasn't me? And you just associate this <laughs> unconditional everything. <laughs> well, I'm glad you associated yeah. me yeah. with a supportive friend. 
Yeah. Also, sustainability. We always send each other. Oh yes, I think that's content. I mean, okay, this is. <laughs> I mean, it's long, but I don't care. Okay. Um, if anything, I will listen to it multiple <laughs> times when I'm just like want to hear your voice or just want to be reminded of like this fun time. That's also why I listen to myself. Just, like mm. that was a good conversation I had with myself. No, honestly, this is like an auditory diary. I see it that way. Honestly, yeah. I was thinking about oh, this is kind of morbid. Like if I like ever left this earth anytime in the recent future oh, no. i would have this as like a mark of the right. things i believed yeah and the things i thought yeah you know i mean not that i don't always just speak my voice anyways mm-hmm. unprecedented and unasked but i think it's nice to have a place where i'm able to share what i'm thinking with mm-hmm. anyone mm-hmm. um and even if it's not a lot of people i think it's like it's available you know, um, I can look back on this. Hopefully I won't be mortified by all the things I've said, <laughs> but I can look back on this and be like, oh, wow, like that was me. And yeah. I did that and I thought that and I put this together somehow. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I really like I really like that you and Ben um, very subtly poked me with the idea of a podcast because <laughs> it's, it's been very fun. Um, and I think it's been something that I've always needed or wanted but didn't know it could come in this form mm. if that makes sense mm. yeah all right so i think what i'm gonna do is cut it here and then i'm gonna have a part two with kim because <laughs> we're just gonna keep talking yeah um so thanks so much kim for this part one um we'll see you in part two see you soon this is my outro song well i was made for this